And welcome to Beyond Dollars and Cents Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host today, Troy Garcia. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are uh, here talking about some health and wealth. We got some awesome things happening for us today. Uh, we got a special guest. Um, we have been talking about, well, and I've been going to massage, getting massage therapy and things like that, but I have been recently told about um, a, a different way of getting massage and different things that are done at Lakeland Medical Massage. So wanted to just give you guys a, a little tidbit and a, a sample of kind of what we have been doing and what and what you can expect today. But I got a couple of special guests in here with me. Robin Chaddock, our marketing director. Thank you for being here. I love being on your podcast. It's, <laughs> we, it's seriously, we learn I stuff. love it. Because you fall into so many opportunities just yeah. living your life. And so when you called me and told me about this, I was like, oh, that's another thing I'm probably going to want to do now. <laughs> this is awesome. And so we're exploring some new things that you may not know about as a listener. It's avail things available here in Lakeland that people are getting certain types of uh, health uh, supplements or treatments or things like that. And so today we have an awesome guest, Melissa Iskowitz. That is correct. With, uh, with Lakeland Medical Massage um, here in Lakeland. So... Um, I, I've been a fan of Lakeland Medical Massage ever since I've, I've, I go to CrossFit. Um, I feel like, I feel like I'm still an athlete. I don't know. You are. We just had I mean, this conversation yesterday. You so, are, you will always I be an athlete. I feel like I got like a good four years of eligibility in college football. If I really want to go to USF <laughs> and play football, I could. That's all I, like, I don't, I'm Put not going coach. to, I'm <laughs> not going, I know the second I get on the field and I get hit. I'm going to give done. up. I'm Buckle. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm coming back to the office. I'm calling whatever. But I just know that in my head I'm an athlete and I could go play. So anyway, so with that, you know, I have getting been getting regular massages uh, in between or, you know, while going to the gym and just trying to stay young and healthy and mobile and flexible and keep my muscles young and healthy. So um, while I was there. And Melissa was fortunate enough, she's been on one of our previous shows when we did the Lakeland Medical Massage show. Yes, and got to inform you on a lot of important things about the muscles and, you know, how we approach um, massage as well. Yeah. And let me tell you right now, we would be very upset the way you're sitting. So I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. She told you that yes. the last podcast. I know. Posture. Posture. I know. <laughs> but you can tell me, I too. I know I was doing yes. the wrong yeah. thing. I was bad. Ooh. So, yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And so, between massages, between posture, um, one of the things Melissa specializes in is lymphatic massage. Right. Yes. Drainage. So, lymphatic drainage. Yes, it is um, becoming popular here in America. There's actually in Europe as well as um, like South America. It's a very common practice. Um, a lot of doctors actually will write prescriptions for their um, patients to receive uh, manual lymphatic drainage. Mm -hmm. And so I have no idea what that even means. So like when you think of drainage, I think of like. Well, it's not blood. It's not, you know, I mean, it's not, it's like um, just, just like fluid of, of either, you know, mix of water and whatever else is in the body that, that you massage. So this is the system that is like my absolute favorite system. And it gets, it's just so unappreciated because it affects our body systemically. It works with our circulatory system. It works with our immune health, our digestive system. But because it tends to be overlooked, it sits right underneath the skin. Mm -hmm. So it takes just a dime-sized amount of pressure. You're talking the lightest pressure. It's very calming for most clients. Um, and yet again, it 
it's protein-rich fluids. So I guess that's the first way it could start. Okay. Is what, yeah. What is lymph? Right. Yeah. Tell us so. first. Let's start there, and because we want to be able to explore. Okay. What's what are the added values of this in comparison to? It's not just a massage. That's not what this is about. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, lymph is a fluid that is found interstitially in our body. So it kind of floats freely to collect um, all of like the extra. Uh, interstitial like cells and things that are kind of just floating around your body. Um, you can think of it as I like to paint the picture of let's pretend we're at Grand Central Station in New York City. Think of that as like your lymphatic system. Mm -hmm. So you have people just coming in and out, in and out, and let's those are your cells that are in your body. Yeah. They're just trying to get to where they need to go. Then you have the people like the custodians that are in Grand Central Station picking up the trash, and that you can think of that as the lymph. They're just collecting everything that isn't supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. You have um, the subways, the actual train cars that are going to different right. stations. Think of that as your lymphatic vessels. So it is transporting where everybody needs to go and where it needs to stay. So that's the best way I like to describe it is that's what's happening within your system. And mm -hmm. it's important to engage the lymphatic system. And what makes it different than what's in your circulatory system and the cap capillary exchange so lymphatic, it, there is no central pump. In the circulatory system, we have our heart. Right. Our heart pumps our blood. It's what gets everything moving and circulating. The lymphatic system doesn't have that, which is its benefit in one way because, for example, clients that deal with lymphedema, because it's free-flowing, you can actually move that fluid where you want it to go. So if, an, uh, let's say, an extremity like your arm, if you start to notice that significant swelling, because there is no central pump, you can push that fluid to other areas where it can collect and dispose of that extra fluid. And that's where that, yeah. that's, that benefits that way. Whoa. Okay. We're going to back up in the train station. So, yes. Uh, just, just my knowledge. So like when I, if you're like, wait, what are the things right here? What are these? So yes, and and we have um, tonsils. Right? Yes. Okay. No, not, what is, well, not tonsils, but no, he's talking the lymph. So the lymph. We have lymph nodes, yeah. and, and tonsils are one of the lymphatic organs. Your spleen is a lymphatic organ. <laughs> well, and that's and that's something too that's really important. Um, that most of us like we see those things. Oh, I just had my tonsils removed. Like no big deal. Right. But really, it, it does play a effect into your your lymphatic uh, health. How um, many other organs then in our body are considered lymphatic organs? Uh, the liver can be, um, it's part oh. of a secondary one, but your spleen, um, your lymph nodes in your body, um, those are set apart of your lymphatic system. Okay. And most people have about 500 to 1,000 lymph nodes, just depending on body type, but you have that many lymph nodes within your, your body. And it's, it, like I said, and those, I like to think, they're filtering stations. Yeah. So whatever they receive from that lymph, they just decide, okay, this needs to stay in the body. This will filter out back to the circulatory system. This, you know, or if they notice a pathogen, for example, like you notice when we get sick, we get like oh, the yeah. swelling yeah, yeah. in our in our throat, where usually where the tonsils are, and um, and those lymph nodes in the neck. So that's usually the, the role that the lymph nodes play is we notice a pathogen instead of letting it go through the body, it holds on to it, and that's when you get the swelling because it's waiting for those white blood cells to target that lymph node to break up that pathogen. At some point during this um, program, I would assume you'll talk about people who are impacted by cancer and because of that interplay between, and you, we've all heard about people who get cancer in their lymph nodes. 
I had no clue that there were 500, did you say 500 to 1,000 yes. in our bodies? Yes. So if you get a diagnosis that says it's in your lymph nodes, what is, I mean, is that, I know you, you're not a doctor, you can't, I, that just makes me think, is that all your lymph nodes? Is that some of your lymph nodes? I mean, that's pretty progressive when it gets to that point then I would assume. Absolutely. And in, in oncology, they try their hardest to, you know, keep whatever cancer that is occurring. They always tend to remove lymph nodes that are closest to the cancer just to prevent it metastasizing for it to enter the interstitial system and transport to a different organ or a different area. So that's what makes it metastasize is the lymph nodes. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, because the best way I like to describe it, because um, we all live in Florida, right. sometimes we have those mm -hmm. retention ponds that dry up during yeah. the summer. And so I tell them, I was like, so when you put a bunch of water in there and it just sits, what grows? It's just a bunch of, you know, yeah. fungus and stuff, start, weird stuff starts growing in it. Mm -hmm. So same thing, like we always want to engage our lymphatic system, pump out Get everything out. that needs to be dispersed out of our body and let that happen. Um, and same thing can happen with like cancer when, when the cancer can get into a lymph node, mm -hmm. they want to remove those before it metastasizes and transports to other lymphatic vessels or potentially another um, organ system. So I know we have to go to break in a second yep. here. So purely drinking water to help, you know, we've heard it and we've had it certainly in several yeah. of your podcasts, yeah. Troy, we've really focused on that, is flushing the system. That's not enough. It, it's helpful. I like to say it's helpful, okay. but we could always do more. Okay. Huh. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll hear more about that and what we what else we can do um, when we come back. We're going to take our first break. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I am your host, uh, Troy Garcia. I almost forgot my name there, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> certified job. financial planner. Thank you. <laughs> Something popped up on the screen, and I was like, wait a minute, what was that? Uh, but we we are here with Melissa Iskowitz yes. from uh, Lakeland Medical Massage, and she has been educating Robin and I on uh, lymphat the lymphatic drainage system. Lymphatic yes. drain, yeah. Right. So we, we call it manual lymphatic drainage as far as the protocol. How manual. Manual, because right. we're manually pumping and using our hands over the skin, over the tissue to help um, drain the, the fluid right. to where it needs to go. Um, but most people just call it uh, lymphatic drainage. Got it. Um, it's very, like I said, it's becoming cop more popular here in the United States, but a lot of other countries have been doing this uh, type of modality for many, many years. Can you give us a little bit of background as to where this kind of originated and how the, the need came to be? Yeah, of course. Um, so Emil Vodder is the scientist that actually discovered the lymphatic system. Uh, he actually is the one who noticed a milky type of fluid in the, in the body. Um, later on, we find that some of that is the um, lipase, like the fat lipids mixed with the lymphatic system. Mm -hmm. He found them in the small intestine, which this is where lymphatic is helpful for digestion as well. It's good for cellular transport, digestive, um, and helping with um, immune health. So when he noticed this, he noticed that if he kind of cut into other areas, he found lymph nodes and he noticed kind of the pattern. So over time, he just kind of looked more into the system because it's so superficial. Um, it's, it's above like fascia and muscle tissue and all the things that we tend to focus more on. Um, so when he started kind of realizing that it's a free flowing system and it actually helps with drain, draining everything that your body doesn't need and helps eliminate toxins and inflammation from the body, um, 
we started developing what we know as the Vodder method, which is the type of massage that helps pump mm-hmm. and push that fluid out of the body and, you know, keeping all of the popular cells back into the body. This is not, and maybe this is the wrong question, but like when someone says you're holding a lot of water mm-hmm. in your body, is that like another version, word of way of saying like you need this or this, yes, so this is a good um, modality for helping um, reducing like bloating um, and inflammation. Um, people that can really benefit from them is the ones that you know deal with digestive issues like constipation because mm-hmm. we can help push more fluid back into the colon. Um, we can also help with those that um, deal with any type of autoimmune disease or people who deal with inflammation. Uh, Fibromyalgia. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, a gentle massage like that one, it's very gentle, so they're less likely to flare up. But two, you're eliminating all of the inflammation that is that is happening in their body. Hmm. And so somebody coming to see you, you know, I would think, oh, well, it must be something like a, um, a deep tissue massage. They must have to really get in there to move the fluid, but you're saying you don't. Absolutely not. And that, and that is the most common thing I do here. I do a lot of um, post-op work as well for cosmetic surgery. So anything with liposuction, BBLs, tummy tucks, the first thing they tell me, is this going to hurt? Absolutely not. It's you. It's a total, like it speeds up their recovery. Hmm. So we're helping reduce all that excess edema because their body's trying to heal after just experience what the body experiences as a trauma. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. We're, we're helping eliminate that excess fluid. And that's where the soft and gentle massage, because we don't want to affect what's already happening to the body. It's in a healing process. We're just speeding it up by getting rid of all that extra fluid that could lead to infection if it's not moved. Oh. So I have a question. Um, we're going to have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably going <laughs> to derail you five more times. <laughs> um, but you talked about plastic surgery and you talked about liposuction and all that stuff. So, what about facial plastic surgery where women have work done around their eyes because we know that that tissue is very, very, very delicate, and but it also gets very puffy at the same time. So is this type of treatment something that helps someone who might not opt to go that path? It depends. I always say per the doctor's recommendation. There are some doctors that don't want you to touch the area at all until it completely heals. I mean, if you but, don't even have the surgery, I'm talking yes. about just. So you can you can do um, a lymphatic drainage most of the time when you go to um, an esthetician. They'll do a, f- a form of lymphatic drainage Is that on the, the face. roller thing my wife has on the counter. Like it's a, got like a little <laughs> round roller thing. We all have the roller, right? Right. Yes. yes. The jade rollers yeah. or the. So, I like to say that encourages lymphatic right. drainage. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's different from the actual modality because there's certain steps you have to take in order to get true lymphatic drainage. Yeah. But like I said, estheticians and um, you can use like rollers and things yeah. like that at home and it encourages it. Right. Meaning that you're doing it, but you're not going to get the full drainage that you, you would require. That a licensed professional like you could do. Yes. Right. Exactly. All right. So before the break, we were actually referring to... But we were talking about water and, um, flushing the system yeah, but and how no, important that was. But we were also talking about cancer patients, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of the benefits of that. And I didn't want to derail you from that, but I know we were getting into that uh, subject. Yes. So, um, and I don't, I'm not even sure what question to ask, but you know what we were kind of... Yeah. So, I mean, we can talk about like oncology and the lymphatic system. So with oncology, you know, the clients are always going through some type of treatment, whether it is um, chemo, radiation, um, a surgery. So sometimes uh, 
uh, secondary symptom of that or an, an effect of that is what we call secondary lymphedema, meaning that um, whether lymph nodes were removed, damaged, or um, there was some type of um, occurrence that happened to the lymph nodes, mm. they develop lymphedema. Um, and that ends up being like a long-term effect. So it's something that they will always have to live with and, main and maintain for the rest of their life. And the manual lymphatic drainage is beneficial in that way because one, we're able to remove that excess fluid and inflammation from their treatments. And two, we're able to prevent a cancer from metastasizing or coming back and entering other tissue. Because yet again, we're talking about that stagnant, that stagnant fluid mm -hmm. that if I don't move it, if that cancer were to come back, it can infect the other healthy tissue, the lymph nodes, and make its way through the body. So if you are experiencing um, your, your feet, a lot of water... Uh, build up in your feet, um, simply putting your feet up to, it just moves really that, that water retention, if you will. It doesn't release the water retention, correct? So I like to think of it, um, I like giving visuals for my clients because it's the best way yeah. rather than going all full medical term. But basically think of I-4. So like when we have I-4 at this point, it is ridiculous. <laughs> right. There's just so much traffic. So I like to say like, what if one of the lanes was just completely cut off? What happens? Everything gets backed up, right? Mm -hmm. So my goal as a therapist is to open up a new lane, direct the cars in one direction so we can make some space. So that's where the manual lymphatic drainage is because you have to decongest the lymph nodes before you even push water through, essentially pulling the hair out of the drain before the water flows through. So that's, that's essentially what I do. Now, things like elevating your feet, wearing compression socks, mm -hmm. those things, yet again, it encourages, you know, lymphatic drainage, but it necessarily won't resolve the issue completely. So once you, once you kind of get clients that need this process is there a full recovery at the end of this or where they can their bodies get the picture and start doing it on its own or or are they i mean do they need to just have it monitored and done regularly so your um everyday healthy person i always say there's two massages like usually in the month there's the decongestive phase meaning that we're cleaning out the lymph nodes we're getting anything that's you know maybe clogging clogging the vessels that are stopping the the flow of it the second one is the pump so we're pumping everything. We're creating that circulation your body needs. And then I always recommend um, once a month to just come in for maintenance. Right. Hmm. So, so, so even, okay. So if they're coming so in. So you're not really healed per se, yeah. it sounds like. I, certainly if you have like fibromyalgia or something along that autoimmune type of challenge, it, it, it becomes a regular part of your treatment, I would guess, right? Yes. yes. If, I mean, if you want to be progressive about it. Yes. And, like, and that's where we go back to like the basics of the lymphatic system is that there is no central pump. There's nothing yeah. really moving it. It's so, Melissa. So yes. Melissa I, I, is the pump. I, I am Melissa the pump. Is the pump. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the importance. And I, and I do tell people there's things that you can do to encourage it. Dry brushing. Dry brushing exfoliates and it stimulates your lymphatic system um, as well as just exercise. Um, most people are starting to do infrared saunas. Yeah. That kind of can help engage the lymphatic system. Um, but yet again, it, nothing compares to the to the therapy. I just told Robin, I was like, I want to do a show with somebody about infrared saunas. I was yes. like, I heard some cool stuff about that. Yes, I, and I've done infrareds. I mean, I had a membership for a couple of years. They are amazing. Yes, and then and they're trying to market them as a replacement for manual lymphatic drainage. Mm -hmm. But like I always tell people, there's, you know, it's it's you can't it's replace helpful. someone you, putting their hands on you. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 
And so, and I know you, and I don't know if you used an actual like medical term, but if, or whatever you refer to as dry brushing, yes, does that mean what it means or is it something else? So it's just taking a body brush and oh. massaging towards, you know, and brushing towards your nearest lymph nodes. It's, it's a way at home that you could do a manual lymphatic drainage on yourself. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, more to come and lots more to learn. Uh, we're going to take our second break and be right back after this. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen Company. Uh, and we are talking massage, massage therapy, and specifically lymphatic drainage with Melissa Iskowitz. Again, yes. three for three. Good job. Um, <laughs> and Robin is here with us. And we're just kind of learning. We're asking lots of questions. And, and honestly, I don't think, uh, as, as we kind of talked about earlier in the show, um, lymphatic drainage is something that's kind of newer to the, the Western culture, I guess we could say a little bit. And, um, Melissa's very well versed in it and, uh, good at it. And I'm so, a nerd. <laughs> and yeah. And she knows a lot about it. And so we're just talking about some of the benefits and some of the ways it can help you and, and if, or someone, you know, whether it's, they have a certain condition or anything. And, and really that's where we left off are, um, what are some of the things that people deal with that this massage therapy helps yeah so we went over oncology clients that could could benefit right. from this type of modality also um with oncology we were talking about a secondary lymphedema there's two different types and these uh, lymphedema clients could really benefit from manual lymphatic drainage um, you have primary which is the one that generally it's a defect maybe that you were born with that affects your lymphatic system or the natural flow of it uh, secondary is usually something that's a uh, secondary to um, like a side effect from a, a treatment uh, like radiation, mm. a surgery or anything, any type of damage to the lymph nodes. Um, and with lymphedema, essentially you have the lymph fluid, which is protein rich. That's what makes it more susceptible to infections. And you can develop a lot of different types of infections from that. Cellulitis is a very common one. So when lymphedema clients, essentially, they have an extremity or an area where all of that fluid just kind of builds up and has nowhere to go. So as the therapist, what I try to do is try to remove that fluid and try to get everything yeah. where it needs to go and properly circulate through the body. So, I mean, and you're, you're moving this fluid and to where they need sometimes have to get up and drain it during the session, right? Yes. Well, that's the benefit of where I work in. My session room has a bathroom built into wow. it. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime they just need to get up and yeah. it's but right it's there. That, it's that active. Like what you do is can be that instantly. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And, and usually, um, especially with my cosmetic, like post-cosmetic clients, they there's something I want to spread out there. So this is something that everybody needs yeah. to know. Florida massage therapists are not certified to do incisional draining. As a lymphatic drainage specialist, when we do post-op, we're just massaging. We're helping our like the, the flow of the lymphatic fluid to, you know, essentially for them to urinate the fluid. Right. There are some therapists, unfortunately, that are practicing incisional draining. They're opening, like reopening the client's incisions, squeezing fluid Whoa. out of it. That's terrible. One, it's damaging to the, the client's body. Two, they're more prone to infection and it's most of the time it's not done in a sanitary practice Ooh. so just want to put that out yeah. there so oh, at our facility we do not practice that yeah like i said everything's gentle and you know we do it like i call it the water method because that's where the right. original founder right. of this type of uh, massage did okay <laughs> 
So some other conditions that benefit from this type of massage, aside from the, the, the two we just discussed. Um, so we we're talking about oncology, lymphedema, yep. and then like we we're talking also post-cosmetic, yep. um, autoimmune disease. So anything like lupus, um, fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's, um, and especially for um, when you have Hashimoto's, sometimes when they, depending on the type, um, where they have excess T cells in their system, yeah. you can just kind of help with the circulation, kind of help the body circulate those T cells to where they need to go or whatever that needs to be dispersed back into the system. All right. So we get, we get the massage fluids moved, we get drained. And so some people's bodies instantly start uh, pooling back up in those areas or does it evolve over time where, you know, after a couple sessions sometimes, I mean, I'm sure everyone's different, right? Every scenario is different, but I, I guess what are some of the levels of, of improvement that people can get? Yeah, so this. we'll talk about the, your average healthy person. Your average healthy person, this is something that is more of just optional, just something to get inflammation out, keep mm -hmm. everything just continuously regulated because, yet again, it's it's something that is somatic, not autonomic. Um, but the, the clients that we were talking about, you know, our oncology, our lymphedema, um, post-op, um, post-op cosmetic surgery, they pretty much need, you know, 10 to 12 sessions and they're good to go. They're back mm -hmm. and working and everything usually pumps the same way. And, you know, they could come in for touch-ups right. if they want to more for deep bloating. Um, but your oncology based off of where their stages and their treatments are, um, if they're in remission or not. So I customize based off that, those needs. Lymphedema is the only one that will need it continuously. That is a maintenance plan because lymphedema, unfortunately, is a long-term condition that they just have to live with. So they want to just try to keep it in stage one. And there are four stages of lymphedema. So stage one to stage two is the more of the maintenance. When it builds up to three and four, it can help, but it won't necessarily do as much as had they came in before when it was still in the stage one to stage two phase. Hmm. Did I read, did I read it? Uh, I mean, I think I read that it might help with like cellulite too or something like that or no? Um, it can help disperse some of appearance of cellulite, right. but then that leads more body contouring. And I've, I've been starting to incorporate that as well. Yeah. Um, body contouring, though, manipulates fascia and the fat tissue. So you have skin and deep in the skin, we have the subcutaneous tissue. Yep. We can manipulate that with the fascia to kind of thin it out so it can reduce the appearance of cellulite. Um, but it doesn't necessarily affect the lymphatic system. And maybe way. in my brain, I'm thinking I'm getting body contouring mixed up with the whole lymphatic thing and, too. And it's very common. A lot of people think of like lymphatic um, with like body contouring. Mm -hmm. um, you could do the two together. Um, it's it, And a lot of therapists can. Um, I just, I always stress to my clients the importance of what type of treatment are they seeking? Like what are their goals? Because whether or not the lymphatic drainage is going to be beneficial, but also um, like my post-op cosmetic clients, I can't do the body contouring on them or any t of that work until we make sure that everything is healed and good to go because I don't want to potentially damage tissue because it's more aggressive than right. lymphatic drainage. Hmm. Lymphatic drainage, like I said, is more of a healing type of technique. Got it. Got it. And then what about as far as um, anyone that's just recently had a, a child or a baby, right? A post-baby, post you do any sort of like, is that part a good thing to do after that or... Oh, absolutely. Um, so for, so I have some clients, like I said, when, when, you know, a woman's going through her menstruation, it kind of helps right. with some of that bloating and some of the, the pain and cramping that they experience. Um, Post-op baby, same thing. It's good because 
um, right after having a child, and I know I had my, my son seven years ago, you tend to retain a lot of fluid in that lower abdomen that just, it takes time for the uterus, everything to kind of go back to where it needs to be. So we help with kind of getting some of that fluid out of there and help with some of that healing hmm. process. So it definitely can help. Huh. Robin's just quiet over here. She's yeah, just wish I would have known that a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to do me any good, but we sure hope someone yeah. in our listening audience will benefit from that particular oh. feature. I mean, this is really uh, fascinating, especially I, I kind of liked when you were talking about the, the fascia <laughs> and kind of the difference of what the two are. Yeah. And so, and I would imagine people get a little confused. We all want to look younger. We all want to look better. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly having this lymphatic drainage, you know, on a somewhat regular basis, if you are healthy, I would think you would see some improvements. Oh, absolutely. With, with tone and well, I mean, you'll, well, not necessarily tone, but like you will feel and look better. Your skin will glow a little bit more. Like you're, you're getting all of those toxins, all the inflammation, all the bad stuff out of your body and you're able to circulate the healthy tissue in your body so um I, at least i know like after even a facial when they do a little bit of lymphatic drainage on my face like mm -hmm. i do notice a little bit of a different my skin feels a little bit softer brighter looking mm -hmm. so because you're hydrating you know your body you're you're creating that circulation because most of us don't have the proper circulation unfortunately most of us work in a like a more sedentary lifestyle we're mm -hmm. sitting a lot we're not moving a lot so right. That's where I, even after this massage, unlike regular medical massage where we tell you rest, you know, don't do activity. This one I tell you, you know, go for a walk, go do exercise, oh. keep it moving. I started really? the pump. Now you keep engaging it. Is your percentage of clients primarily females over males or do males can males benefit aside from the medical conditions and recovery clearly? But do male would males benefit in any certain way more or less or? Male, males can benefit from it, and I say it with with I say it with a little hesitance because men men are built different. So right, right. for females, like we have so many like our hormones, we have so many things affecting how we retain water and how we need that that circulation. Men could do it, but definitely to help reduce inflammation if they're going hard at the gym right. and they're having a lot of aches and pains. Okay, well, good, good to know. Okay, well, we're gonna take our last break here, and um, we will be right back with Melissa Iskowitz from Lakeland Medical Massage and learn a little bit more about uh, lymphatic drainage. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host Troy Garcia, certified financial planner with Allen and Company. We have been talking lymphatic drainage massage with Melissa Iskowitz here from Lakeland Medical Massage, four for four on her last name. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Um, and uh, we have learned um, so much that I will. N I still probably wouldn't pass the pop quiz uh, <laughs> if we had one, but I did. I, I did retain quite a bit, and so we've talked about some of the things that helps, reasons for getting it. Um, but ultimately, you know, we, we would love to educate our clients and give them some information of, well, how, how you know, if I'm looking at my body in the mirror or if, if I have, you know, what are some of the signs and symptoms where they say, well, maybe I should go talk to somebody or see somebody uh, aside from their doctor going, hey, you need to go see Melissa over at Lakeland Medical Massage. Yes. Yeah, so um, we can talk, we can start, I guess, with um, lymphedema. So when we, in the, earlier in the podcast, we were talking about primary and secondary. Usually with the primary, um, you'll you'll notice you may get sick more, There'll be you're more prone to infections, and that's just because the lymphatic system isn't able to circulate and get the white blood cells to, you know, kill the pathogens, things like that. And usually 
your doctor will inform you if they're starting to see some of the signs and they might want to explore um, what's going on. Um, secondary lymphedema, we're talking about um, possibly damage to any of the lymph nodes, um, damage to the, the lymphatic vessels, or even just removal of lymph nodes that can cause the lymphedema. Yet again, we're talking about protein-rich fluid that's stagnant in an area. Commonly, you can find it in one extremity, sometimes both. So for some clients, they may have it in both legs, um, both feet or the entirety from thigh to feet. They might notice quite a bit of fluid. Um, and there's four stages. Stage one is very minimal, but you can just, if you just kind of look at one hand and you're like, huh, the other hand, it looks a little bit more swollen. Um, it's very mild. It's you, you, you generally keep the same color as your skin tone. So just for, you know, the listeners and really me personally, mm -hmm. but if basically you're comparing you know, left arm, right arm, or left leg, right leg, left foot, right foot, and one may appear a little bit more puffier, yes, per se? Yeah, you'll, you'll just notice, they're like, huh, my thumb is a little thicker on this side. Right. Um, but there's no change in color of your tissue. Nothing looks, you know, too okay. too different. And there's no pain. It's just, just a little bit, you're just, just a little holding bit. a little bit of fluid. Yes. Um, and stage two, you notice, huh, it's a little bit more pink, and that's just because more of that protein-rich Plasma fluid, lymph fluid is in that area. So you may start to notice, okay, this is a little tender. You feel some inflammation kind of in that area. Um, but then, if, like I said, if you leave that untreated, mm -hmm. the stage one to stage two, you can get more to stage three and stage four. Um, stage three, significant. You'll notice the skin will get drier, a little thicker. And because the skin essentially is trying to keep all of that extra fluid, you know, it's, it's a filling. You, it's a balloon that's trying yeah. not to pop. Is this, is this something, I mean, because I'm just oblivious to everything, but like I wouldn't maybe notice early on, especially catching something like this early on, but is this something a doctor can diagnose through a blood exam or blood test? Or is this something that is just like noticeable that... More of a feeling. Feeling thing, yeah. Um, most of the time, like I said, they'll be able to, to diagnose and they'll, they'll be able to um, do a couple tests to, right. to assess this. Um, and they'll ask medical history, especially because the most common is the secondary. If there's anything that could cause damage to lymph nodes or if people have had lymph nodes removed, um, they'll kind of piece the, the puzzle together. So like tonsils? Yes, yes. Like, um, tonsils, they, like I said, it's more of a lymphatic organ than a, than a than lymph node. Uh, see, I'm, I'm learning, but I'm, I'm still, you can, it's clearly <laughs> I'm not. You're at least in the right system. <laughs> yes. You're yes. in the lymphatic well, system, which is more uh, than both of us I'm knew trying. when we started. Okay. Well, and that's why we can have those, like a spleen removal. We can have, you know, tonsils removed and still have a functioning Got lymphatic it. system. Yeah. But the lymph nodes themselves, because they're the ones that kind of help filter everything into the circulatory system. They they help dispose of, you know, the extra fluid. The lymph nodes are very essential to the right. lymphatic system. Right. So if you've had your spleen removed, and I know we don't have much longer in, the, in this um, podcast. It's been incredibly informative. Yes, very. Really, really great. If you've had your spleen removed and you are carrying a lot of volume around your midsection, could some of that be attributed to buildup? So, some of it. I mean, because it also, like I said, it's going to affect with the spleen, like your digestive system and the mm -hmm. functioning of that. Um, so you, you could, like I said, still get the lymphatic drainage to help with that. But generally, like the lymphatic vessels, you can, like I said, have them removed and still everything function pretty okay. healthily. Okay. Hmm. Well, I know. I'm feeling like if you're very healthy, you're not necessarily going to know the symptoms. You might not experience symptoms, but that doesn't preclude you 
from going and having this done. Yeah. So we've talked about what are the symptoms, what are, you know, what are benefits for people who are oncology patients or autoimmune patients, but for just the average person, what would Obviously, you do your assessment. We know that about you. So just come see her. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to say, stop, Robin, just make the appointment and we'll tell you what you need. Right. But I mean, people who are healthy need to consider this as well. I guess that's where I'm really going with that. Absolutely. The, the, and it actually, you, you reminded me of something I could mention. So generally, everyone, everyone can benefit from manual lymphatic drainage. It's like I said, it affects your body on an interstitial level, and it's beneficial to many, to many of your systems, circulatory, digestive, and your immune health. The only people that cannot benefit from this, unfortunately, is people with congestive heart failure. If you have a weak heart, we're essentially pushing fluid to that heart. So we don't want to do that to somebody because that can be more damaging mm. to their health, if anything. Anybody who's dealing with um, blood clots, thrombus, um, DVTs, because we do not want to introduce that into the circulatory system or potentially cause a pulmonary embolism. So that's who it's not for. So okay. That was a good and, one. And sadly, and I did read about that. I Thank you for bringing it mm-hmm. up. Unfortunately, sometimes you don't know if you have... I've something had, going on with a blood clot. And, and I've had to turn clients away. Um, I did have somebody post-op that came in and there was a blood clot in their drain. And I said, I cannot, you can't do anything. I cannot perform any yeah. manual lymphatic drainage on you, unfortunately. And go seek your doctor, make sure you get that taken care of. And then I'll gladly, you can come back. Wow. Um, and I've had people with their paperwork come in. I want lymphatic drainage. I look at their paperwork. I see that there's circulatory issues that could be damaging to their health. And I explained to them, I am not going to perform this on you because right. of, you know, the condition that your heart is in. It's just not beneficial. We could try. And then I usually switch it over to medical massage. It just depends on what, yeah. what need they come in with. But um, I always stress the importance of as much as I love this system and I'm, you know, try to educate myself as much about it. You know, I want to make sure I can thoroughly explain to clients that are that want it so badly. But if they don't fit the criteria for it, that I'm able to explain why. Wow. Wow. So in addition to that, when someone walks, comes into you and you do an assessment. Are you are you th- I mean, obviously, clearly you're the lymphatic specialist, <laughs> but do you yourself do other types of work with clients as far as other massages and things like that too? Yeah, so I mainly do um, lymphatic drainage, the lymphatic drainage um, and medical massage. Those are the main two. And sometimes I'll kind of mix the two together. I do have some clients that, you know, they do get quite inflamed during the session. So I'll do the the muscle relaxation techniques, different types of things um, to help relax their muscles and then go in and do lymphatic drainage afterwards just to kind of drain out some of the inflammations because some people will get like really hot to the touch. They'll just get all that inflammation coming out of the tissue. So I'll kind of incorporate that too. Wow. Wow. Well, cool. Well, where can people find you? Tell us where we can find you, number they can reach you if people have questions and want to call. Yeah, absolutely. So I highly recommend, you know, just kind of going into Google, Lakeland Medical Massage. We're usually, you know, first one coming up. (laughs) But um, we just moved to our new location. So we're at 335 Doris Drive here in Lakeland. And um, just go through our website. That's the best way to find bookings. Um, You would just hit manual lymphatic drainage. Um, Of course, if you are dealing with lymphedema, there are appointments for that, as well as for those BBL and lipo uh, clients, there is a appointment there for you as well. Great. So just look you up, Lakeland Medical Massage through Google, and um, you can book a massage with you online, which usually it's a phone number, and, and now we're a little bit more advanced in technology, so that's good. Yes. 
That's good. Well, great. Thank you so much for educating me and Robin. Mm -hmm. Uh, I learned a lot and I still have a lot more to learn, but um, that was very enlightening. So I appreciate it very much. Gladly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think with that, Robin, we've kind of, you know. I'm always up for a part two. Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem. I feel the, like well, I hope we don't forget everything we just learned in these few moments. For the you might have to retrain me anyway. I don't know. He probably retains better we, than I do. We will. We will have. Yeah, we will certainly discuss a part two. I just got, we got to figure out some good questions to ask you because I'm all, I'm all out of good ones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you guys, both of you, for being here. Appreciate thank you. it. Um, we will catch you guys next time. Health, health and wealth edition. Um, see you guys next time. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult with an appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guests appearing on the show and their respective companies are not affiliated with LPL Financial and Allen & Company. Investment advisory services offered through Allen & Company of Florida, LLC, Allen & Co., and its affiliate LPL Financial, LLC, LPL, Registered Investment Advisors. Securities offered through LPL, member FINRA, SIPC.